Live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. What is up? Welcome on in. You are listening to Wild Card Sports on Clear Lake Today Radio. Another quarantine special on here. Of course, uh, recorded from the house. Spiller, we got on, uh, what is this, Zoom that we got? I, I had no idea this existed yeah. until now. Oh, this is how I talk to all my clients. Oh, wow. We got big time over here in here. We got Devin on his way uh, to visit a girl in Midland, Texas. Devin, how, what do you got to say for yourself, man? You're driving in the middle of all this. Yep. Craziness. Yep, I'm driving uh, out here on the front line, braving it. Wow, you're you're a psychopath, man. Think about all of those gas handles you're going to be touching on the way to Midland, man. That's messed up. But uh, also, on the, I guess that's a good point. That's might be one of the better times to travel there. Uh, well, of course, I'm your host as will, uh, will as always. Uh, we got Evan, the suburban menace, as well as Tyler, the uh, dubbed other roommate on the uh, here in person with me. So uh, they should be coming in clear and concise. Other roommate. Yeah, man. But, man, it's been what? So we did a show here, and it was about a few weeks ago that we did it. But, Stephen, we haven't had you on in well over a month, man. It's been a long time. I think I think, I think there was a certain Patriot that uh, went to another team. I, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. You got, I mean, a, a certain player you might have the jersey of? All I got to say is the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes Super Bowl MVP, Brady goes to Tampa Bay, and the world ends. I told you, Will. You guys cannot handle that kind of power. Correlated factors. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You know what? You know, you know, if the world was going to end, at least I can die a Super Bowl champion. Steven, I'm pretty sure we're the only... Oh, well, Tyler over here, a Broncos fan, so I guess we're the only three in here who can say that. Uh, Devin Nobody and Evan. That. Nobody remembers that, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we have got a lot to get to today. We talked about it on our last show, but you know what? Let's dive right in. Devin, Steven, you haven't been on in a while. Of course, the last time we were on the show, we talked a lot about the DeAndre Hopkins trade, really the trade of the offseason. I mean, I'm not going to say that this came out of left field, but you know what? At least we've had some time to let this do. And, you know, I've been a, I've been a proponent to at least give Bill O'Brien a little bit of credit on this one or at least give him a little bit of defense. But... You know, I'll start with you, Devin. Devin, you are the Texans fan that's uh, coming on the show for the first time in a while. So uh, you had a little time to let this stew. So what wh- what are your thoughts on the D-Hop trade so far? Well, I think we can't we can't rush to judgment. Uh, we got to let it play out. We got to let it see, you know, what happened. You can't rush to judgment immediately. Uh, what I'd like to see him get a little bit more for DeAndre. Of course, so would everybody else. But again, you know, we got to see what's in store and what's going to happen. We can't just rush and you know take him straight to the straight to the uh, straight to the can and you know immediately start to, to to bash him as a coach or as a general manager or, or whatever you want to call him. But uh, I, you know I'd like to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean I, I was the I was a big proponent of this, saying that they had to do this, and so I'll, I'll turn this to Stephen here, but. Riddle me this, and before I let Evan get a chance to defend himself here, the thing that we were talking about was, you know, how were they going to make it happen? DeAndre Hopkins said that he wanted a pay raise, and by all accounts, he's going to get a $6 million pay raise with the Cardinals at this point. So he's going to be going upwards of $19 million this offseason. So, Stephen, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, there's no way the Texans could have kept Deshaun Watson, Laramie Tunsil, and DeAndre Hopkins on this roster and be able to pay everybody, right? Yes, they could have. The problem is not the D-Hop trade. The problem is overpaying your center and making them a top-five paid center. Who mm. was not a top-five paid center? That's the, that's one of the issues. Can I name another one? Oh, by the way, you let go your first-round number one pick, and then you paid half of his salary. <laughs> like, you let him go, trade, and you offered to pay half of his salary. So that's money that went down the drain. So all these bad decisions that are constantly made by this idiot who should have been fired when he got blown out by the Chiefs at home, he was at that game. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, Stephen. AFC South champs, two years in a row. <laughs> AFC champs, Brian, three years in a row. Three years now. Let me stop you right there. AFC South champs, best division of football. You know what? If it would, you could thank the Bills that he still has a job because those idiots didn't blow that game when they were up all those points. He would have been fired. Hey, in the, now, column, the, in, in the win is, column, does it say the Bills blew it or does it say Texas W? Hey, you know what? That's fine. 
But when you got uh, your number one receivers hurt next year and your number one running backs that you're overpaying for is hurt next year, then we'll talk. Because you won't be the number one uh, seed next year as far as, well, not number one seed, but you won't be the AFC South champs four years in a row. Okay, all right. Well, let me let me, inter- let me interject here. Wait, wait, wait. The okay. greatest AFC West quarterback ever in Philip Rivers going to leave the Colts. I'll just play it. Oh, man. You, you know, I'm going to turn into a Texans fan now just to make sure Phillip Rivers does not win that division because I swear, he can, you know, he can't win in the AFC West, can't beat Alex Smith, can't beat uh, Patrick Mahomes. So what's he got to do? He's got to go out to the worst division in football, the AFC South. He, he, he definitely did. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. In all seriousness, well, the problem is you overpaid in so many different areas that you couldn't actually keep your talent. So if you overpaid in other, other areas of talent, that what they deserve those contracts. So when a guy who actually deserves the money, you can't afford to pay him. Okay. That's what stupidity lies. Fair enough. I mean, I'm going to make a point a little bit later on that uh, that Bill O'Brien's walking on eggshells, but uh, the, the, I'll turn this over to Tyler and Evan at this point. The one question that I have throughout this entire offseason, we're not talking about mortgaging the future. We're not talking about anything. Right now, today, is the Texans' offense, is it better than it was last year? You know, Keep in mind, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, along with Will Fuller, is that a better core in itself than what they had last year? No, and you have worse assets, and you lose assets in the draft. I've they gained assets. They got a second-round pick. We just traded a second-round pick for Brandon Cooks. What are okay, you but they still get the, the they still they, But, okay, well, they're still switching out. You, okay, so the same point, amount of assets. Every, every point that you've had throughout this trade process, Will, it, Bill O'Brien has gone and immediately screwed that up within the next week. Oh, they, oh at least you save money on the cap, and then you go get a B-rated receiver who's tossed around to a ton of teams who had a couple good years in Randall Cobb, and then you get Brandon Cooks, same situation, tossed around to three teams on too big of money in a position where we don't need them in a wide receiver three spot, just like Steven said, and I think this happens with playoff teams, and Devin backs it up. If you want to keep one in the AFC South, go in the AFC South, and we can keep making stupid moves like this and stay right where we are, but there comes a point where coaching and administration plays a factor, and you need it to get over the hump, and if Andy Reid's not there, I don't think it happens in Kansas City. Okay, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll agree. I mean, I'll agree to a certain extent with that. But my rebuttal to that would be the fact is that Bill O'Brien right now, he has got a very fine line that he has to toe. Bill O'Brien has got two priorities for him to keep his job. He's got to make sure he locks up Laramie Tunsil, and he's got to make sure he locks up Deshaun Watson for the foreseeable future. Now, all the while doing that. He has to make sure that he wins the division because if he loses, there's no room for error. He is gone if he doesn't win the division next year. So what he's doing is yes, he's mortgaging the future in a lot of these in a lot of these cases with these trades and the draft picks and different things like that. But the one thing he's doing is he's maintaining a sustainable team that can win win the division as well as retain Deshaun Watson and Laramie Tunsil, which you can't do the if, you give, if you give DeAndre if Hopkins If you can't retune, retain two players in the NFL, you don't but you don't deserve to be a GM much less a coach DM. But that's just not the state of football. I mean, yeah, we can talk about the new CBA coming up in a few years. That'll give him some more cap space. But he's got, what, 60, 50, 50, $60 million to deal with the, right now. And that can't all just go to Laramie Tunsil and Deshaun Watson. That's I'm, just not how it I'm works. I'm going to say one more thing and turn it back over to Stephen and Devin. The Patriots dynasty was built on playing with this cap. The uh, Plenty of dynasties in sports not with were, this specific were, cap, no. were built on retaining your guys that you need to retain and signing other cheap assets. Okay. And after Bill O'Brien made the move of, okay, I could get behind it, D-Hop's gone, you're freeing up cash, he immediately goes and spends it on two players that are going to make your team mediocre. Two players, and if we're talking about Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, now say what you will about the trade. He's maintaining the win now. But those are guys that are probably not going to be a part of the roster next year. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this. This was my original question all along. So, Tyler, I'll ask you this. The Texans' offensive core right now, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, as well as Will Fuller return next year, is that a better offensive core than what the Texans had last year? I think it's the same. I think it, I, I think it was, you know, regrettably, it, there was no upgrade, but it was no it, it, was, it was no downgrade either. I think, uh, I think, you know, it was kind of, a, kind of a stalemate. That's why I want to see it play out. I don't think we're any better or we're any worse than when we had DeAndre now that we don't have. Why? Why do you not think that? How do you possibly? How can you say you lost a top three receiver in the NFL? But, I mean, so I mean, so you want to say that DeAndre is worth? I mean, how many points a game? How much production were we actually getting out of DeAndre? A lot. 
He's a oh, focal point of your offense. Yeah, Evan, you were on record as saying that he's not first team All Pro. I, I agree. Good. I'd like to argue that. I'd like to argue that point, man. I really don't think we are getting a significant amount of production out of DeAndre Hawkins, especially within the last year to two years. Steven? Oh my God. Okay. All right. So let's address this. Please. So thank you. So at the end of the day, this is the question. Because if you didn't save any money with the trade, right? We didn't. We didn't how much money was saved? Was there any money? Saved? We're not. It's not this year that we're talking about saving money. Next year, they're saving probably upwards of, I mean, six million dollars that they're going to be saving by not giving it to DeAndre Hopkins. This is theoretical money on if you don't have the players or the assets. But you can't cut them. You have to give them a new okay, contract. We're all stupid. Okay, hold on. Okay, right, I got it. Six million dollars. So it's six million dollars worth, arguably, a top three receiver. You can make a case that he's the, he's the best in the league. You could make a case. I don't. I wouldn't say he is, but you can make a case. Okay. Compared to a guy who's gotten traded three times in three years. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's let's just break it down as far as wide receivers getting paid. If there's a what are the top five wide receivers? I'm I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly. Michael Thomas got paid. Uh, Julio Jones. Julio Jones, paid. yes. And how many of those guys have made t- deep playoff runs and have been the center point of that team's offense while they make some while they make a, d- a deep playoff? Michael Thomas, they haven't made a deep playoff. Julio run. Jones, they were in the playoff. Or they were in the Super Bowl. Not before the contract. Not before the new contract. Was Julio Jones in the Super Bowl before the contract? No, yes, he was in the Super Bowl before the contract. Every time these guys get new contracts, that's when you see the. That's a short period. That's two years. He got paid. He got paid first. Went to the Super Bowl, and then he got a restructure later on. He got paid first. Well, yes, but he's not getting the money that DeAndre Hopkins wants right now. Okay, so wait a second. Coming from the team that's with the, correct me if I'm wrong, but Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey is going to get paid, right? Well, Tyreek Hill already got paid, and uh, you know I'm I'm not going to defend my Chiefs on this one. They uh, they took advantage of the legal uh, legal uh, troubles of Tyreek Hill to make sure that he got uh, not the uh, top deal. But okay, this is the issue. Will this is the issue? A better receiver was out there in Buffalo, and this is the thing: they could have win and got and got something done, but because Bill O'Brien and his pride, he didn't want to deal with the GM that they spurned before. That's, 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 that's public knowledge. So the problem is you have a better receiver who's a number one. I don't see think Granny Cooks is a true number one anymore. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that, but I think I, really I think I think the wide receiver core as a whole between Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, Will Fuller, I think that's a better core, and I think that's better suited to suit a guy like Deshaun Watson, who of course likes to stretch the ball down the field. I think that wide receiver core is better suited for him than what DeAndre Hopkins so, and Will Fuller were going to give him. So, so how, how was Carlos, how was Carlos Hyde last year? Did he was did he have better numbers than than Dave Johnson did? Well, technically, yes, but at the same time, that if we're going to talk about what fits the offense, I mean, uh, Carlos Hyde's got pitchfork hands. I mean, he cannot catch the ball out of the backfield. You okay. talk about a guy like David Johnson, they're going to be able to line him up in the slot. Duke Johnson, did you pay Duke Johnson to go catch the ball? Well, that's only for what? Is he even going to be on the roster this year? But it doesn't matter at yeah, this point. Is. Yeah, he's still on the roster. Well, all I'm saying at this point is it doesn't matter. Okay, whether Duke Johnson was going to be on the roster last year or this year, this this whole core, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, is going to be better than what they got out of DeAndre Hopkins last year. Okay, so back to Duke Johnson. They traded a third round for Duke Johnson. So, yes, he's still on the roster. Yes, he's going to be on the roster for a while because last time I checked third round, it's pretty good round to get something out of it. I mean, we got Hall of Fame linebackers, the Patriots did, out of the third round. So they traded a third round of him, right? Now you trade these top picks for a receiver. Now you can't go get a receiver out of the draft. If your thing was okay, I'll go get a receiver out of the draft. They still got the fortieth overall pick. There's plenty. Of, there's plenty of picks John for them to get that. Oh, I well, think I think, I think we've lost Stephen. I think yeah, Stephen. We're having a, uh, the we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here. Or no, okay. There we go. There you go. Okay. Sorry, Stephen. You're back. Okay. Okay. So you, you cut all your you cut all your corners. So all the corners you cut Kevin Johnson. You cut all the corners that you paid for. So the ones that you got off the street that was a really good deal. You got you lost all of those. So what's this going to be? Another just offensive green team with no defense. So the problem is with that 49th pick because you got all these great weapons that you're talking about. You got to go get a corner because if you would have saved the money that you paid Brandon Cooks for, then you could have went when maybe traded up. You could have, or or spent money somewhere else, but you're spending money on Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks 
Okay, let me break this down. Okay, so Brandon Cooks this year, he's getting $18 million, or I'm sorry, $8 million, and that's going to jump up to about $14 million after this year. But if we're breaking... Okay, so if we're, But no, but he is a, uh, he will have no dead cap space next year if they cut him. So all I'm saying, going back to my original point, Bill O'Brien right now is trying to maintain a win-now team and make sure that he can lock up Laramie Tunsil and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. So if we're talking about what the Texans have, going into the top season, they had about $60 million in cap space. If they're to give De- if they were going to give DeAndre Hopkins that new deal, they're going to have to make cuts elsewhere. And just like you said, they need a, they need uh, you know interior defensive pass rush. They need cornerbacks. They need safeties. They need guys to fill that defensive void. And if you give, if you go, if you go out there and give DeAndre Hopkins the contract that he wants, that's going to put you up against the wall. Maybe not this year, but next year it's going to put you in a really tight spot. And that's why they had to get these contracts, just like David Johnson, just like Brandon Cooks, where they're going to be able to cut these guys after this year, and they're going to be able to clear up the cap space or clear up the cap space. That's a very, that's a very, that's a very good statement. Why couldn't you wait till next year? He jumped the gun, and people know that you're, you're desperate, so they. You get bad deals on the other end. Seattle did the same thing to him last year. But no, okay, but year. let let me just say this: as far as the as far as the deal goes, it was public knowledge that DeAndre Hopkins was not going to play unless he got the new deal. He he was not going to play until he got the new deal. So that means you're going to take you're going to take uh, not only not having DeAndre Hopkins, you're not going to have Randall Cobb or Brandon Cooks out there to help you. But I'll, I'll turn this over to him. What what what? You had something to say about that? No, I quick will to correct you. That information didn't come out until the trade was already done. And I'll let Devin defend it one last time before we finish, but <clears throat> I think uh, I, Stephen has something said about perceived value in the NFL. And it, it, the fact of the matter is everyone perceived DeAndre Hopkins to be a top three pick, and you got less than adequate value for him. Then you went right around and you overpaid somebody to fill a gap that you now created from getting less value for DeAndre Hopkins. And then to overcompensate again, you were like, we don't have enough weapons on offense. We need to stretch here for Brandon Cooks and unload his bad contract. So that's three poor just trade value moves in a row. And that's my biggest thing. I understand their needs of the offense, but if you're showing your cards constantly like like Bill O'Brien is and you're in a bind like you are as a GM slash coach, which he shouldn't be, it's it's frustrating to, as a fan as a fan of the franchise to kind of see this happen and know that we're going to have another nine and seven eight and eight season at best. Um, Will real quick, what did what did Gilmore go for? I mean, uh, uh, not Gilmore. Uh, uh, see, I don't even know this bum's name. Known <laughs> for shoes in the Minnesota Miracle. Oh, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. But, uh, Stephen, that's the difference between Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is going to be making $11 million a year for the next two years. His trade value is exponentially more high than DeAndre Hopkins. As soon as it came out that DeAndre Hopkins was not going to play for a penny less than $20 million. If Stephon Diggs does that tomorrow, you're in the same situation. No, he wouldn't go. I guarantee you Stephon Diggs would not go for that much. All year, Stephon Diggs has been complaining about Minnesota. All year. But he wasn't complaining about a new contract. Last year he was complaining because he wasn't getting the, the he wasn't getting the the, uh, the looks that uh, that the other, the other his, his other number one was getting. Stephen, I. I- I, I mean, I get what you're saying as far as the trade value, and I get I would be frustrated as a Texans fan, but the fact is, the second that DeAndre Hopkins wants the pay raise, then it drops the value. And I compared this last time, and Evan called me crazy, and I'm sure y'all are going to say the same thing, but this is the same exact situation as what happened with Antonio Brown. Not Obviously, the off, all the off-field stuff, the, the rape allegations and all that stuff had not come out at that point. The only thing we knew about Antonio Brown was that he wanted a new contract, he wanted out of Pittsburgh. And so what did Oakland give up to give up to get Antonio Brown a third round pick a lot worse than what the Texans got for DeAndre Hopkins so that's the trade you have to well, compare it to well this, this is the difference though Will uh, Antonio Brown had gotten into a lot of a lot of trouble before the trade and he's older so Antonio Brown's were like four or five years older than than, uh, than Hopkins so that's where why it goes down to a third round compared to what what the Texans got but see I'm gonna I'm tell you the real issue here well not the issue I'm gonna tell you the truth here and I'm gonna give it to Devin because we didn't ignore my boy over there but this is the thing Will is excited about this stupidity because he knows that the Chiefs have nothing coming up against them because Bill O'Brien is giving away all his talent and he sent the talent to over there to the NFC that's the truth guys uh, Devin take it away <laughs> Devin, I mean, thoughts thoughts at this point? Because I feel like you're the only person that I have partially on my side as far as defending Bill O'Brien. I'm on, I'm 
not really picking a side. I, you know, I said my team just think we got to let it play out. It's true. Did I want more for the trade? Absolutely. You know, but you both make really great points. Uh, but again, I just think we should let it play out. <coughs> it is. I'll see you guys in the AFC Championship Devin, Devin, if the Texans do not win the AFC South this year, do you still are you still behind Bill? I'm behind uh, Bill's my coach, so I'm behind Bill. As long as Deshaun's behind Bill, I'm behind Bill. Oh man, you know what? You got to respect Devin for that because he is not go the down te- with the ship. Yeah, dude. he is not. He's, he's, every Texans fan that you listen to on the radio and stuff, they're saying this is terrible. Oh, fire man. Bill. You got to give Devin some credit. He's going down with his team. All right, he's going down with this coach. Respect to Sometimes you, Devin. Loyalty is stupidity. Yeah, so, yeah. You got, you got. Look, look. Hey, if you come home and the house isn't clean, fire your housekeeper. Hey, you, not yeah, all right. Yeah, that's a good point, Steven. So, million, he paid 70 million to a quarterback he never talked to. I don't think that he was did. The first sign that was Rick Smith. No, 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 I wouldn't read. Steven, I agree with you. I agree with you saying, you know, loyalty to a certain extent is kind of stupidity. You know, uh, a kind of loyal, a kind of loyalty that somebody had towards. Somebody, a, a kind of loyalty somebody had towards a certain uh, number twelve up there in uh, New England. So you know we got to get to this, Stephen. So uh, let's just oh, man. let's just start with this. Yeah. So let's just start with this, Stephen. I mean, are you uh, today, right now? Are you a Patriots fan or are you a Bucks fan? Pats, Pats all the way. Oh, okay. Look, Pats all the way. Man, all right. I got too much memorabilia. I got too much history. Uh, leave it, let it soak. All of that. I can't go to Tampa, man. I don't know. I'll buy you a Stidham jersey. <laughs> I'll buy you a Stidham jersey. Hey, I'll rock it. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, we got to talk about this. Hey, well, we got to talk about this. Tom Brady, of course, we haven't gotten a chance to talk to our native Patriots fan here, Stephen, of course. So uh, that was the biggest news of the offseason. You know, we talk about this DeAndre Hopkins trade. That was the biggest news that came out of it. But the, the fact, the, the most interesting thing, because, I mean, you, I'm sure you've listened everywhere. You've heard everything that they're talking about between Tom Brady and the Patriots, where it fell apart. But the thing that is becoming more and more evident to me is that both sides knew that this was coming going back to last year when they renegotiated the contract and people people started to begin to speculate at that point and said, oh man, like, hey, this is this is might be the last year for Tom Brady. It's becoming more and more evident if you listen to that Tom Brady Howard Stern interview, both sides knew this was gonna be this past year was gonna be the last year Tom Brady was a Patriot. So the question I have for you, Stephen, as the Patriots fan, are you more surprised that Brady was ready to move on, or are you more surprised that the Patriots were ready to move on? Oh, neither. And this is why evidence was there, but they're too politically correct for you to find out. Like, we knew when Cam went to the bench that he was gone, right? Uh-huh. Before all of this, we we knew. I mean, have they even cut him yet? He has been cut. Yeah, he's officially cut. Okay, okay. So, so we already knew. The thing about Brady, it was little trails of evidence. So the first thing that I saw, obviously, is the Garoppolo deal where they yeah. wanted to, you know, Bill wanted to keep him in and they traded him in. That worked out. Like, crap was right on that move. Well, then when you saw all the T, the, the TV 12 stuff, they pushed, like, they the tr- couldn't talk to anybody anymore. That was another sign. And you know that pissed Brady off because he makes his, he makes his side money. I'm, I'm assuming that, right? That's his product. People are using it. So I think that was the second thing. But in 2017, when, when we lost to the Eagles and they benched Butler, like, all of that stuff just kept piling mm-hmm. up. I'm like, ugh, this just doesn't... Like, obviously, as a Patriot fan, I want to be in denial, but when when that happened, I was like, you know what? He's been pissed since early 2017, I, I want to say, because that's when all this stuff started. Well, probably not early 2017, but when the Garoppolo thing went down. And the reason why I can say that is because, man, the guy's a killer on the field, but he's, he's, a, he's soft. I mean, no, I wouldn't say soft, but he's very sensitive. When it comes to people he trusts and you know, yeah. like people that talk about him, so man, he was hurt. He had to be. I mean, I would be. Who else? I mean, think about it. We, we jobs fire us, and we think that oh, we get sad and we we soak. Well, man, this dude has given twenty plus years to this organization, made him the most relevant organization in in football. I mean, overall record surpassed everything. Without him, they wouldn't be there, and now they treat me like this. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you look at the business side of things and it's like, okay, dude, you're pulling a far here. Like, we're ready to, we're ready to move on. So, 
Uh, I mean, I'm on Brady's side because of how everything was handled because he still performed. But, I mean, I'm not going to Tampa, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear you. And, Stephen, I'm, I'm agreeing with you 100% on this one. It wasn't surprising for me to Brady, for Brady to say, oh, let's go to let's go to Tampa Bay, who's got an underrated offensive line and arguably one of the best uh, you know wide receiving cores in the NFL. But what was surprising for me was the Patriots, the Patriots' willingness, willingness to move on because Bill Belichick is not a young guy. He has got to be in win-mode now, win-now mode. And I just feel like the best thing, the best option for the Patriots at this point was to stay with Tom Brady and let them win and let them lead him, or let him lead them for however many years that he wanted to be there. But I'll ask you this, Devin. The thing, the thing also too is they don't like spending money, so it's cheaper to keep Bill than yeah. to pay Tom. Tom wanted thirty, and it's like okay, you want thirty and you want two more years, and it's like okay, if we believe in Stidham and we miss out on this. As far as the coaching tree, I think they're not worried about that. You got Steve Belichick, and then you also got McDaniels to take over. So they have options there. I mean, it's just, man, I don't think – I think once after Brady got out, got that, that money, because I heard that he was ready to walk out of training camp before they paid him. Mm-hmm. So it's like after that happened, man, I don't know, man. I just I, – once that, I was like, uh, he's not – and then they didn't even talk, bro. They didn't even negotiate. Like, yeah, they didn't even talk to him. Like so, it was like, yeah, you know what? I'm, you know, part of me is like, Corona, just stay and take another season away from football, <laughs> so I don't have to watch this crap. Yeah. Oh man, it's Yeah, I hear you. Well, Devin, I'll, I'll ask the same question to you. I mean, when you saw this happen, I mean, you're you're a self-proclaimed Tom Brady fan. I mean, I know we know you're all you're a Texans fan, but <laughs> but I mean, are are you, who? I mean, who were you most surprised by, Brady or the Patriots being willing to move on from this and go to the other side? Which which one was more surprising for you? For me, it was more surprising that the Patriots actually let him go. Um, I, I wasn't surprised that, that Brady actually left. I'm surprised he went to Tampa. Uh, I, I wouldn't have picked Tampa if I was Tom Brady. But really? Where would you go? Him. Where would you? Who else would you go with besides I Tampa? To, I would have gone to the Chargers. I would have gone to the Chargers Ooh. for sure because uh, I want all the smoke with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he wasn't ready for that. He was not ready right. for that. Oh, he ready? Oh yeah, Steven, Come on, your 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 Tom Brady fandom's over. No more defending them. Hey man, hey. We're, we were ready, Will. Y'all, so y'all took 14 points. The damn Rams took 14 points from us. Oh, gosh. Jeez. Are we talking about the regular season game at this point? Is that what, is that what you're resorting to? Well, hey, man, we beat y'all in other areas. Only got one win on us. Shut up, Will. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Saltiness. It's the beginning of the end, Stephen. I'm well, sorry. Stephen, come All on. Right, here's my question for you, hey. Stephen, to start off. Would you rather have a Stidham jersey or a Brady Tampa jersey? Stidham. Really? Hey, man. That's not where I, I thought you were. That is. A, I, look, man. I got one wife and I got one team. That is okay. some. That is some respect to a team that should not have let this man walk. Okay, hey, man. I don't. I don't have room for all that other stuff. Okay. So Tom will always be the goat in my book. I'll defend him. He's always going to be better than every quarterback that's, that's been around, especially at Patrick freaking Mahomes. That guy's good though. Oh yeah, I was about to say, Stephen. You better. You better th- put some respect on it. Well, man. Hey, man, you better get five more rings. Like, look, like Aikman said, we need more rings, goddammit. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, he's pretty old without a lot of rings. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so transitioning to this real quick. So, Devin, I'll ask, I'll ask you this question because we know Stephen doesn't want to talk about Tom Brady being in a Buccaneers jersey at this point. So, what I'll ask you, Devin, is what can we expect out of Tom Brady? So, a 43-year-old quarterback with what we said, an elite wide receiving core and an underrated offensive line at this point. Should Tom Brady and the Bucks? should he be the reason the Bucks are the favorite to win the NFC or at least the NFC South at this point? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we can expect Brady to air it out. I think he's coming for blood. He's got a lot to prove. I mean, he just posted on his Instagram yesterday the 20-year reunion of him being drafted uh, 199th. And so the, the chip is still there. I haven't forgot. This dude plays with a chip on his shoulder no matter what, no matter what, uh, what team he's playing for. He, he's got something to prove every time he walks out there. So, I, you know, I totally expect the, him to come out there and really show us what he's got. There's still plenty left in the tank with good old Tom. Oh, is Evan, Evan's over here shaking his head. So, what, what you got, you got an uh, argument there, Evan? I have a lot to say about this whole situation. 
It's just all sad. I don't. Can any. Do you make heads or tails? How sad were you, Steven, when you heard you were leaving? Oh, I just. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I'm kind of spinning I off what... Look, I can't even look at my dog the same. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Brady. exactly. Brady the pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked like we used to. I feel like Brady cheated on you. Um, I'm kind of spinning off what they did on the Simmons podcast because they talk about it. But it's like it's like they're a really old couple. And you're just like, they're getting divorced when they're 70. And you're like, why are you doing that now? You know, why, like why? You, you guys couldn't have found a way to make this work for like f- five, ten more years. Like, you know? I'm with you. I'm with but you on this. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. It, it's funny how many parallels there are to that, though. You got this old man and, you know, the wife doesn't want him anymore. He's been the bread maker for so long. And he just he leaves and he goes and finds a ton of young talent down in Tampa Bay. You know, that's, you know, you bring that up and it's like what I'm thinking about with that. I'm thinking it's OK. So, you know, Brady is the, the spouse in the situation yeah. that's got this beautiful, you know, young woman waiting for him. And he's like, hey, give me a reason to stay or else I'm going over here with Bruce Arians, who's, you know, the quarterback guru, as well as these, you know, under or these elite wide receivers that we have versus Belichick's just being stubborn in his way, saying, no, nah, we're ready to go. Well, you know, I can go out there and find my own, uh, you know, 20 year old hottie over here. So I, I, I don't understand it either. I don't get why Bill Belichick wasn't willing to go out there because all Brady asked for in the offseason, which I think was documented, he said, go get me some weapons and give me give me the money. And the Patriots could have done that, and they're just not willing to do He's it. He's earned but you know what? what, hey, what but you know what? Uh, LeBron did the same thing to the Heat. He told them to draft the uh, Shabazz Mayfield. <laughs> that was speculation. <laughs> Yeah. No, it wasn't speculation. I think it was on a video. I, I think he said, that. no, he said he liked Shabazz Napier, and so Pat Riley was like, okay, well, we'll go get Shabazz Napier. <laughs> and that, and that's our that's our way of saying, well, we go, we wanted LeBron back. That, we drafted Shabazz Napier for him. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, man. You know, uh, with, back to what Devin said, uh, he's right, man. That, that, he's going to kick ass next year. I mean, guys like that find a reason to get angry to go kick ass. Oh, right? yeah. Oh yeah, that's George. That's I mean, I don't know about LeBron, but <laughs> I had to get. <laughs> hey, hey, well, we'll, we'll stay. I'm gonna stay away from that. What is there to talk about? Is there going to be a playoff? Basketball's going to come back next year, sometime next year. What are we going to watch? So look, Disney, Disney, I think it was Disneyland. I can't remember which one. Disneyland or Disney World. One of the Disney's offered for them to play there. You know, uh, okay, Stephen, I got, I've got some, I've got some stuff, I've got some stuff that we can talk about when we come, talk about sports coming back. Because I actually think that there's a perfect destination for all of these sports to be played, and I don't think it's too far away from where we're at right now. If I, if I'm just gonna tease that a little bit. No, 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 no. We're gonna keep. Uh, I want to. I want to stay on this football topic. There's a couple other things I want to get to with this real quick, but. Okay. Well, we need to leave from Florida, man. We go somewhere else. <laughs> okay. uh, you know what? I whatever. This is this is a this is a quarantine special out there. We're we're workshopping some stuff. So you know what? We'll go ahead and transition to this, Stephen. Okay. I, you I know. Day today, Will. What's that? Eat some money today. I had a good day today. You had to come here with this bad news, man. We're supposed yeah. to be friends. You know, I've actually I've actually made some money recently too. Uh, Evan, my uh, my uh, what do you what, what should I call it? My stockbroker over here. You know, uh, we thought sports gambling was over, but apparently you can still gamble on stuff. Uh, video games. There's video games. Computer playing against another computer, and uh, apparently I haven't found oh, this out. And so. Oh, Oh, well, well, I think we, oh, there he goes. There he goes. But yeah, no, no. Uh, so Evans made me a, li- a few dollars on this one. I've never felt like a bigger degenerate in my life. But you know what? Hey, got to let it ride, baby. Trust the process, Stephen. Got to let it process. ride. But uh, that being said, okay, so we are clamoring for real sports to be back at this point. So, you know, we'll get into this. I mean, the state of what sports is at right now, we have no idea what to expect when it comes out. But I will say this. There was a news report that came out today that said that this COVID-19 virus it does not thrive well in heat or humidity. So if we're talking about, you know, like major league months ago, that, that was the theory. But I think it's it's been oh. proved as fact that that is the case. So, you know, President we're talking. By the way, he gave me some money. <laughs> <laughs> I put some respect on it. Put some respect on Shout it. Shout out. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But okay, so baseball released a plan that said, you know, we're going to bring baseball. We're going to try and bring baseball back in May. No fans. Uh, we're going to do it at a neutral site. So. You know, we're, right now all of sports is trying to find a neutral side of where, as where to play. So what do we need? We need heat. We need humidity. Guys, that, that sounds pretty close to home for me. I mean, is there well, any chance we get the NBA Finals in Houston? The last time LeBron played in the heat, he had a cramp. 
and they lost the final. So I don't know if you want him playing in the Heat. He likes AC, you know. I I just don't know why you... he needs cool. He needs the cold. <laughs> Why are you clamoring for Houston sports that we can't go to? I feel like that'd be the most frustrating thing. Be like, oh, it's right down the street. Bro, but, what, else he, what else are you doing right now? But, All y'all are doing is no. He's the he's saying that we that there would be there would be no fans. So why do we want to have the NBA finals right down the street? It's you know, be frustrated. I'd be like, ah, it's so close yet so far because it doesn't matter where it is. Right we down can't. The street. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. it's not that hot here. It got cold. <laughs> <laughs> we got summer coming. <laughs> Oh man! They need to go, go to South somewhere. What, what's that group? What's that by the? Go by the equator. Go by the equator. <laughs> by the. <laughs> <laughs> You're going down to South America. Tell <laughs> you, man, LeBron, your boy, man, he screwed it up because they asked, "Would they play in front of fans?" And as soon as he said, "No, I'll never play in front of the fans or not in front of the fans, whatever," then they shut everything down. Man, you are you just trying to get you, Steven, I know you're hurt from Tom Brady leaving, so I I understand that. So you keep taking these jabs about LeBron James like jumping sports over here to try and get me get me getting riled up. You know, I know I got Pat Mahomes. It's okay, Steven. Steven, if you if you want to let out some tears, it's cool. It's cool, man. We are an accepting community here. If you want to let out some tears about Brady, it's cool. Hey, so if you're free tomorrow on Zoom, uh we can watch the greatest Super Bowl ever against the Falcons. You know, with, with top five jewels catch. Which, by the way, Julian Edelman, Pro Bowl, baby. I'm calling it. Oh, gosh. No. Oh, I will. Hey. <laughs> he's going to make Stidham look like TB 2.0 plus 12. My gambling spider sense just went off when you said that. I was like, hey, man, you better get on it. Okay. Get on it. All right. Well, we, we talk about how sports is not back and how all these sporting, sporting events are, are being put on hold. Well, the one thing that we are going to have in about a week is that NFL draft. So, I mean, hey, I think, you know, I, I'm not sure if we're going to have a show to preview that. And, I, you know, obviously we're not going to get in depth with that. But, Stephen, I'll jump back to your Patriots on this one. So, you know, I was looking at it the other day. I, uh, Jake Fromm, oh gosh, what are you going to grab him in the fourth or fifth round, Steven, You've got twelve. You've got twelve picks at this point. Are you telling me that Bill Bill Belichick is a believer in Jarrett Stidham at this point? Is there? I mean, am I not crazy in saying that the you know with twelve picks that they could jump up? They could gra- draft a Tua. They could draft a Justin Herbert. Tua has been marked off of three teams already. I'm my prediction is starting to become. I think the Patriots are going to jump back up into the first round. Where's that? No, they're gonna they're gonna tank with Stidham and they're gonna go get Trevor Lawrence. Next year, you're gonna you're saying the Patriots? They're gonna move those picks. They're gonna move those picks the next year. I think they have uh, what's it called? Um, a, a compensatory pick. What's that called? Com- they're not. What what compensation pick are they gonna get? <laughs> uh, what pick, they have picks where they can move to next year. They set it on the herd. They're gonna tank this year with Set Stidham. it on the earth. They're gonna roll. They're gonna roll with Stidham. They're gonna tank. Then next year they're gonna say, "Hey, whoever's got, uh, you know, wherever we're at in the draft, whoever has first, whoever has second, we're gonna give you all these picks, and we want Trevor Lawrence or we want Justin Fields out of Georgia." That sounds like. And then the dynasty, the dynasty is reborn. So you're putting all your chips in the basket of we need the number one pick for next year, and we're gonna do whatever it is we can to do it. You talk about showing your cards and getting bad value. He already said, oh, yeah, I'm going to roll with Jared Stidham out of Auburn. That's that's my quarterback for this year. (laughs) I mean, I... Okay, Bill, you go ahead and roll with Stidham. I, listen, I, I be, Devin, I believe you to a certain extent that I, I'm not putting stock in the fact of Bill Belichick saying that he's confident in Jared Stidham. Is it Jared? But, yeah, Jar- Jarrett, Jarrett. Jarrett Stidham. I was about to say... But, at the same time, I'm not going to say that Bill Bill Belichick is going to start putting into motion this crazy conspiracy where they're going to plan to get next year's number one overall pick. Now, are you telling me that they're going to that they're going to roll with Jarrett Stidham for one more year, and then they're going to say next year, well, we'll roll our dice and whether we're going to get, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's what's the 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 Ohio State quarterback that uh, transferred from Georgia. I can't think of his name, but of course he was in the the Final Four or get Trevor Lawrence at that point. Maybe the Patriots make a make a move like that next year. But I think with twelve picks, I think the move that the Patriots are going to make is this year. I think they're going to go out there and I think they're going to draft a Tua or I think they're going to get a Justin Herbert. Stephen, Will, what about, what about Jordan Love? This dynasty. Nah, <laughs> I got no stock in Jordan Love. Sixteen interceptions last year in college. No, thank you. This dynasty started with a one hundred and ninety nine pick quarterback. We are not going to have to get a quarterback in the first round. We're going to go get some offensive weapons, 
okay? And we're going to stick with Stidham. And now let, let me remind you, the offensive coordinator took Tim Tebow to the playoffs. Now, I granted 95% of that was Jesus, and that's fine. <laughs> but the other five... Oh, oh you're cutting out. We, I think we lost Steven. We lost Steven. But, hey. Oh, there you go. There you go. You're back. We got something about Jesus. But I want to cut you off. You're not talking about Josh McDaniels, right? That's right, man. No, Josh, McDa- Josh McDaniels didn't lead Tim Tebow. That was uh, John Fox. John Fox's team led, uh, led uh, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was led, was led by Josh McDaniels. His spirit was there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, because Josh McDaniels drafted him. Okay, Tim Tebow okay. had a lot of spirits there. Yeah. That's okay. It was 95% Jesus, man. Okay. And 5% I missed my 5% the spirit of Josh McDaniels. That, that drafted him. Okay. Right. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, okay. So the one other question I'll have here, because you know we're talking about this draft, is do you think there's any stock in the fact that these teams that have a bunch of draft picks, is there? I mean, do you think there's any stock in the fact that they're going to go out there and trade these guys for veteran players? Because I mean, we are in unprecedented territory. So let me ask you this, and I guess I'll ask you, Devin. Let me let me ask you. I'll bring you in on this. The fact is, these guys are not going to have an off season. Uh, they're probably going to have minimal training at the best. So is this the least valuable year for rookies that there ever has been because of this coronavirus? I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd say so. They can't get physical. They can't, you know. Uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I agree with that. Yeah, so I'm saying at this point that the Patriots have 12 picks, and whether or not it's them tra- trading up to get the most NFL-ready quarterback – I think you're going to see a lot of movement from your Patriots on draft day, and I think it's going to be pretty exciting if I do say so myself. So I'm going to tell you what, what's probably going to happen. We may, unfortunately, move on from Sonny Michelle, which is it's sad. As my Could have had Lamar Jackson uh, instead. Huh? Could have had Lamar Jackson instead if you'd have drafted him over Sonny Michelle. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Sonny Michelle single-handedly beats your Chiefs. Oh, give me a break. Give me a yeah, break. Three touchdowns, buddy. Did you forget? No, the the referee single handedly beat beat the beat the Patriots there. You know, coin toss single handedly you know beat y'all. You gotta or beat us. Y'all took fourteen points away. But anyway, I think we're gonna go running back, and we'll probably grab another receiver. We definitely need help at tight end, so we'll we'll grab all the weapons. Mark my words. Now connected to Uh-oh. desktop. Uh-oh. We are experiencing technical difficulties here. I think we lost. Okay. Uh, we lost Sorry. Devin. I'm not sure. Uh, Alex is upset. We lost Devin. Devin right. was gonna say. Can you hear me, Will? Yeah, I got you. And Devin was gonna say that we will not draft the quarterback in the first round. He was mistaken. Okay. <laughs> Look how you put words in his mouth. <laughs> Look. So we're gonna grab Jake Crom with that 34 Wonder League score, the highest Wonder League score out there. We're gonna get him in probably the third or fourth round. Okay. And we're gonna go get some help for my boy Stidham, and we're gonna kill it. Okay, so I, I, I mean, I feel like I'm asking a rhetorical question almost to you, but are the Patriots the favorite to win the division? Should they be the favorites? I'm not asking you if they're going to win the division, but should they be the favorites? No. Oh, wow. That's surprising. They should not be the favorites. No, I don't want to be the favorite. Mm. Give it to Buffalo. Uh, okay, okay. Buffalo. <laughs> Do they deserve to be the but, favorite? They, yes, 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 of course. Of okay. Course. All right. Well, then, hey, target's back on your back. So, who did you who did you have with? Who did you have as the favorite? Honestly, I still have your Patriots. I still, I think your Patriot. I think the Bills overachieved. That was not a ten or eleven win football team last year. That I don't think they were good enough for that. I think your Patriots sport the best defense in the AFC at this point, and I think that's enough for them to be the favorites in the AFC East, the weakest division in football. Wait, wait, wait! You, you broke up. You said favorites in the AFC. AFC East, yeah. Be, 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 tread lightly, Stephen. Patriots are not the favorites in the AFC. Uh, I think you missed an East in there. I, they have the best defense in the AFC, and I don't. West, South, North. What's the difference? Yeah. It's a direction. I will. I, to add to that, and to you know, just push Bill O'Brien further under the bus. The uh, Texans are now the third uh, highest. Our third-rated team in the, in the AFC, AFC South, according to us. AFC South, AFC South. Oh wow! Yeah, yikes! They put us well behind the Colts and the Titans. Those dumbass teams passed on on Watson. So yeah, O'Brien has a very good quarterback, arguably in my opinion, top five quarterback in the league that's going to carry his team. Has leadership, has all the intangibles. So he's like, oh, well, I can just put anybody there. The problem is. 
is I don't mind, but I don't overpay for people because then you can't go get him help on defense. Last time I checked, he doesn't play defense. So when your defense struggles, he has to go dig him out of the hole. Which what happened when your defense let the Kansas City Chiefs and Pretty Boy Mahomes score all those damn points. So if the Texans get rid of DeAndre and use that money for defensive players, are you okay with the trade? I understand the logic will. I'm not arguing with you on the logic. The problem is the results don't fit what you did. Just like the results didn't fit. Well, we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see on the results. No, those chumps are going to get hurt, man. Come on now. Get hurt? That's your... They're going to get hurt. I mean, Brandon Cook still played 14 games last year. I mean, we talk about him being injured with the concussions, but he still played 14 games last year. Production might not have been there, but, I mean, you're getting a guy at $8 million a year that played 14 games last year and has been in a 1,000-yard receiver every other year. Okay, so you said he was there and the production wasn't there. So he was healthy and he sucked is what you're saying. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he sucked, but yeah, obviously the production wasn't there. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to try and convince you that Brandon Cooks is DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just saying that today, I, going back to what I said originally, the the core of Randall Cobb, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and Kenny Stills and David Johnson that is a better offensive core than what the Texans had yet yesterday last year. Okay. And on top of that, that sets them up better financially to be able to re-sign Deshaun Watson and Laramie Tunsil, which I think that is Bill O'Brien's plan all along. Okay, so real quick, I like how Will, it's, it's very lawyer-type tactic. Because you name all the guys on the team that are better this year, but you, what you fail to educate our people out there is the fact that the only person that's different from everybody that you name is the running back who is replacing a 1,000-yard running back. But couldn't catch the ball out of the backfield. Okay. But he got a 1,000 yards in the rushing. That's, that's not common these days anymore. And also a top three wide receiver. So there's only there's two people you're leaving out, but all these extra people, Will Fuller, Will Fuller coming back. Will Fuller was there last year. Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills was there last year. So you can't get better when you take a number two, three, or one, whichever place you want to put them, just put them in the top three, and you go get like a number eighteen ranked receiver. That doesn't add up. I just, I think my personal belief, and the one thing I'll preface this by saying is, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't disprove you. I can't disprove your theory, just like you can't disprove mine at this point. You have to, like Bill O'Brien said, you have to let the trade play out and see how it plays. But as far as guys that are able to stretch the ball down the field, I think this is better suited for Deshaun Watson. And on top of that, they have the benefit that this sets them up for a better position for them to be in financially next year to be able to re-sign Deshaun Watson and Laramie Tunsil. You know, I will give you credit on the running back out of the backfield. I think between two backs that can catch out of the backfield, you can run a two-back system. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, I, I, you know, I've been a little hard on you. I'm with you on that. The, but the problem is, when you say let it play out with Bill O'Brien as the subject, we let it play out. How long has he been a coach? How many times has he won the division? How long has he been a coach? That's my question. Uh, gosh, what? Eight, 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 like, I think like seven or eight years, yeah. And every year he does something stupid. But he also wins the division most of the time. I think the... By default, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck retires. Then he retires. Look, it's hurt. Like, who has he went up against in the division that's a top 10 quarterback? Uh, he's still get, he's still doing the thing that he needs to do to get. That's I mean that's what most guys have to do. Listen, I'm, I mean I'm not going to pretend to be a Bill O'Brien apologist, but at the same time I'm not going to be you know just like every other person out there you know that's crapping all over Bill O'Brien because he traded DeAndre Hopkins. I realized that that was the only play in his situation. That was the best. I mean it's not like he went out there and said the first person that offers me a deal for DeAndre Hopkins is let's go. There, you can't convince me that there was a team out there that said, let me give you a couple first-round picks, and then I'll trade you DeAndre Hopkins. And he said, no, 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 I'll take a second, uh, a second, and I'll swap fours as long as I get David Johnson. All I'm saying is Bill O'Brien is doing exactly what he can do with what he has at this point. And what that is, what he has to do, is he has to main a maintain a team that can win the division as well next year be able to re-sign Laramie Tunsil and Deshaun Watson, and he's done that to this point. So I'm, so I'm ready to happened, see it play out. What happened What happened 72 hours after he made that deal? Do you remember who got cut and who became available that's a better running back? 
Uh, I mean, obviously, I know you're talking about uh, 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 Todd Gurley, but uh, again, no, 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 not, he's not the only one. There was another one. Devontae Freeman. Yes, both better backs. Both, both better backs. We're both signed for cheaper. Both signed for cheaper, and both are more healthy. Even Todd Gurley, Evan hates Todd Gurley, but I guarantee you would have took Todd Gurley for what they paid him for uh, for for. For David Johnson. I, I hate David Johnson more because I've drafted him in the first round of fantasy two I did, years. I did that too. I did, I did yeah, that I last a lot year. Of people drafted him so last year. it's been painful. Yeah. No. Listen. I, I'm not. Upgraded Beanie Wells out there. Yeah. Beanie Wells. What a name. I haven't heard that yeah, right. in many years at Ohio State. But no. Listen. I, I'm not going to say that they got a great trade for DeAndre Hopkins. The only thing I'm defending is the fact of them trading him. That, that that's what they had to do this offseason. There was no way they were going to retain him. If that's the argument, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's the, the argument is yeah. not that they traded him. Just like the argument was it's a stupid trade. To pay Clowney. It's a stupid trade. Yeah. They made two stupid trades that three. are franchise altering three in the last two years. That's the problem. You're not getting value. That that's the issue. So it's like, okay, hey, I want to be GM. Okay, great. We'll let you be GM. Okay, I'll just make two to three dumb trades that get me back no value. So I get what you're saying, the potential. Because when I saw this team, I'm like, okay, man, this is like a, what, the average, uh, 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 what, the average speed on there was like a 4-3 maybe? I'm sure it's going to be up there between Stills, David Johnson, uh, Brandon Cooks. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of speed, a lot of ability to stretch the ball down the field. So, so, I mean, if it, if it does go well and you end up being wrong, they're going to just play his ass off and he'll earn that money. But yeah. I don't know, man. I, we did this, Will, how many times? We did it with, with Osweiler. We thought that uh, uh, O'Brien was a quarterback whisperer and he could make Osweiler. I mean, Osweiler be great. So, man, yeah, he'll, he'll do great. Boom, suck. Then we, we said, okay, well, you know, Clowney's lazy. They knew he was lazy before they drafted him. Yeah. And they still drafted him. And yeah. then you trade him for less value, and then you offer to pay half of his salary. Yeah. Half of his salary would have paid uh would have paid the uh Hopkins. Yeah, listen, I am not on record saying that this was a good trade. I never once said that it was a good trade. But at the same time, I did say I did say it is a necessary trade. They One way or another, they were going to have to trade DeAndre Hopkins, or else they were just going to not get a year out of DeAndre Hopkins. Then you're a bad GM, and you walk into a room with DeAndre and Deshaun, and you say, guys, we need to find a way to make this work if you two want to make this work. But that's just not and the And that's your job that is as not- a GM and coach, and this is the issue that people have with Bill O'Brien having this power. It's because he can't execute these moves correctly. The, the fact is that DeAndre Hopkins was not going to play for a penny less than $18 million. And by all reports, he wants to be in the same ballpark as Julio Jones. But Julio Jones is getting $22 million a year. What is he supposed to say? Yeah, don't pay me? I mean, dude, the guy well, that, has, no, those are his the Texans never play. The Texans never blamed him for wanting more money. They just said that we can't afford that. We have to trade him. So, so, Will, this is, if you're running a business, this is what I think should have happened. And if it did happen, we'll never know. But I don't think it happened because of how uh, Watson reacted. Okay. You sit them down in the room, like my boy Evan said. Hey, somebody got to take a pay cut. So, when who's to say they didn't do that? Moms, I, I did, well, That is not the impression I got. Based I mean, on the social not, media that has been received. Good. Sorry. tells the truth of why that didn't happen that way. So if you did, because as soon as it happened, he's tweeting. That kid never tweets anything. Yeah. Now he's tweeting that, and all these rumors come out. That shows he knew nothing about it. And, and he's your franchise quarterback. To add to that, Deshaun Watson is liking Instagram posts suggesting he's unhappy and doing things on social media suggesting he's unhappy, and it's all about. The whole equation is about okay. keeping him happy, right? Yeah, okay. So, hey, uh, if if we're if a year from now we're talking about how Deshaun Watson is unwilling to sign the franchise tag and he's unwilling to accept thirty-five to forty million dollars from the Texans to play for him, then I'll admit I'm wrong there. I'll admit I'm wrong. If DeAndre Hopkins was the thread that was holding Deshaun Watson to the Texans, if that's severed, I'll admit I'm wrong. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think next year when the Texans offer Deshaun Watson a record-breaking deal of probably 40 plus million dollars, I think he's going to accept it. And we're not talking about. I'm this not anymore. saying he won't, but okay, he, he's gonna, he's gonna accept it. he'll be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's going to be willing to do let or like work out some sort of contract negotiation with your players that you want to get. Like if you have a good core, you try to keep it together. And that's what Bill's problem, I think, is. You is he cannot. As, assemble a Super Bowl winning. Board. As a general manager, I promise you, any general manager cannot 
ever go into an offseason with the impression that guys are going to take pay cuts for them. You just can't have that mindset as a general well, manager because you're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. I'm not disagreeing. So this, this is the thing. Uh, he knew it was completely. He had asked them for more money before all of this went down. My thing is, you talk to your franchise quarterback and says, hey, we can pay him, but it's going to come at a cost to you. So what do you want to do? And now, who's, who's to say they didn't do that? You're insane. I, because of the way he's reacting. Yeah, that's that's reacting, my point. I, I do he not think... To Drake lyric. I do I mean, not think this went down this way. Yeah. I, I think Bill O'Brien took the... Uh, from a business, like trade perspective of like how you negotiate these deals I think you did very poorly and that's what people are upset about will, I totally understand your your you know your point of that it had to be done I just feel that it wasn't done the best way possible as far as getting a return so we don't disagree that he should have been traded okay because you know the last so let's look at the last Super Bowl winners I mean Tyreek Hill I think he's arguably maybe he's top, he's top 10 Tyreek Hill's not a top 5 receiver so, oh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes. He's not a top five. Receiver. He's product of Patrick, but to say he's not top five, oof, Evan. Okay, okay. So now, come on, top. Okay, so he's be better than Hopkins. We don't have to go through. We know who the top five receivers in the NFL are. Go ahead. Okay. Will, mm. Will, okay. Nah, but God, I don't want to disrespect my boy Will. I just want to let him know that this it's factual. He's fringe he's top, top six, five. seven. Mm, I mean, okay. What do we, I mean? Okay, if we're gonna go through it real quick, I mean, what? I'm I'm putting him above Amari Cooper. I mean, we're gonna put him above those guys. So what? You got Julio, DeAndre, uh, Odell. Oh, Od- that's fringe. Odell. Oh my gosh, Odell is not better than actually, actually, actually. If you want to argue actual stats. Numbers are than oh my goodness! Get out! Of, I mean, receptions wise, but if we're talking about yards, average you yards per catch, Jarvis, the yak. You put Jarvis Landry on the Chiefs, and you put Tyreek Hill in Cleveland. Patrick Mahomes doesn't. He gets better. I disagree. I disagree, but we digress. Okay, back to your original point, though. That Super Bowl teams do not maintain top five wide receivers, at least as far as paid paydays go, right? Exactly. We haven't seen. It. I don't think we've seen it. Because when Antonio, when the Steelers won, Antonio Brown was the no. top paid receiver. Yeah. So if we look at the last Super Bowl winning teams, shit, for for a top receiver to even get there was, but even get there. I mean, yeah, you cut out there. Who? Who? What? Wide receiver? At, at Denver. Demarius. I said, I said Julio was the last oh, one to just get there. Yeah. But yeah, he still I wasn't in twenty-two. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to the original point, I mean, I think it just remains to be seen. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just of the minority that I'm willing to let it play out as far as Bill O'Brien and the Texans at this point. But, guys, I got to say, this was fun. We are up against it at this point. But, you know, I know y'all aren't a believer in it, but I am a, I, I, I'm a believer. Let it play out at this point. Let's see what happens. What else can you do, dude? It's like, you know. I mean, I, mean, I feel like Will, I think, I think Will said this like the last three years with, with the Texans. I'm mm. telling you. He's so happy. He's so happy watching I mean, us waddle in mediocrity. Well, I know listen, he is. Man, I've been there. I know. Moves. I know what it's like. I've been there. I paid Matt, Matt Castle. I paid our Brock Osweiler. Yeah, and you Matt cried. Castle. You cried about Peyton Ellis, and you cried over Matt Castle. I'm just saying, I've been there, and I understand your frustration. You just got to trust the process. Is Bill O'Brien the guy that's going to get you hey, to a Super Bowl? Patty Mahomes walked in the door, and we're spending forty million on Peyton Hillis. Is basically what's happening. Hey, we'll see. Oh man. Well, guys, uh, we are going to talk about it here in the next few days. I uh, didn't get a chance to get to it today, but hey, everybody out there, we are going to be spitballing some ideas for the podcast in the upcoming week. Stephen, we got some ideas. We're, we're going to go through maybe greatest games of all time, maybe some rewatchables as far as watching rewatching Super Bowls, breaking that down or maybe we can just go through our traditional uh sears times where we would had our top 10 you know hey steven what's top 10 wide receiver who's the top 10 wide receivers right there so hey we got plenty of ideas that are going to be out there for the podcast in the upcoming weeks but hey we got to say special thanks to to steven thanks for thanks for making this happen man on the on the on the zoom it was pretty fun yeah, man, yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard enough for me not to talk over you guys. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's nice that we got a little mute button right there. <laughs> I'm just playing with my, you. My girls, my girls don't let me talk sports around here, so I have uh-huh. to go hide in the makeup room, and, and they probably can still hear me, and I'm going to get, get uh, punked out when I go out there. But, hey, it was working, man. Yeah, it was fun. I'll, I'll blame it on you. She actually likes like yeah. Will, so. Right. Who, who doesn't like me, man? You're in the doghouse. You weren't there, bro. Oh, Ooh, darn. Yeah. What can you do? Hey, hey, proud new homeowner over here. How is the new house, Steven? Oh, I love it. Nice. Love it. Nice. 
Well, hey, congratulations on that. Your own house, it feels great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, that is all the time that we have for today. Of course, as we said, we're going to be spitting out podcasts left and right. At least, hopefully, we will be. Uh, we're talking about uh, some of the top tens, greatest games. We'll, we'll have some good stuff for you here. And, of course, we got the NFL draft less than a week. We're going to break that down. I, You know, I said bold prediction. I think those Patriots are going to move up. They're going to give us something to talk about alone. But, Evan, Suburban Menace, as always, thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody. Devin, uh, by the way, texted yeah. me. said he went to a dead zone. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So Devin out there maybe. driving out to go see a girl out there. You know, got to do what you got to do. I suppose. Kevin, any leaving words for Devin before you leave? Uh, Parting words? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Devin is dangerous. <laughs> Uh, Well, yes, yeah. Special thanks out there to Devin. Uh, Special thanks to Tyler for listening in. We had a little bit of an audience here. It was pretty, pretty good time. That's right, man. But hey, that's all the time that we have for today. Make sure you tune in next time for Wild Card Sports on Clear Lake Today Radio.